Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Visit your Northern Ohio Honda dealers or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, double agents, chemical weapons, and spy versus spy in cyberspace. We'll also hear how Twitter is taking a stand against hate speech, how schools are keeping a watchful eye on social media, and whether or not that shiny, new, super high-resolution 8K TV is really worth it after all. All this and more coming up. The Justice Department has announced criminal charges against North Korean computer programmer Park Jin-hook, whom officials believe was behind some of the most destructive cyber attacks in the past five years. More from CBS News Washington correspondent Paula Reed. The Justice Department unsealed charges against a North Korean hacker, someone who was working on behalf of the North Korean government, and they charged him in numerous cyber attacks. The most high profile was, of course, the 2014 attack on Sony Pictures Entertainment. But he was also charged for creating the malware used in a 2017 ransomware attack, as well as a 2016 theft of $81 million from the Bank of Bangladesh. This is not the first time that the Justice Department has filed charges against someone hacking on behalf of an adversarial nation. They've done this with Russia, with China, with Iran, and now North Korea. One of the complications with taking this approach is that we don't have an extradition treaty uh, with any of those countries. So usually what happens is these charges are announced to great fanfare, Mm -hmm. but no one is ever actually arrested, nor do they ever see the inside of a U.S. courtroom. Meanwhile, the Brits are talking about a cyber war with Russia. CBS's Larry Miller tells us why. The head of Britain's electronic spy agency vows to retaliate against what he calls the brazen Kremlin for the Novichok nerve agent attack on a former double agent and his daughter in Salisbury, England. Jeremy Fleming says GCHQ will deploy the full range of tools to counter the Russian threat. The British government reportedly plans to target the GRU, the Russian military intelligence agency, with offensive of cyber warfare. Britain claims the GRU carried out the attempted assassination. Larry Miller, CBS News, London. And he's also got the scoop on some worrisome news for travelers who booked flights on British Airways. Nearly 400,000 British Airways customers who booked through its website or app between August 20th and September 5th had their credit card and financial details stolen. BA urges passengers affected to urgently contact their bank and credit card companies. Its CEO, Alex Cruz, calls this a very malicious attack. If any of our customers has suffered any financial loss as a consequence of this theft of data, we will compensate them. Closer to home, you won't see Alex Jones' tweets anymore. Twitter says it's permanently banned the right-wing conspiracy theorist and his Infowars show for abusive behavior. CBS News technology analyst Larry Magid explains Twitter says Jones violated rules which apply to every user. Anybody who thinks that this is about punishing somebody because of their conservative ideology need only look at the millions of conservatives that currently use Twitter, including some very well-known ones, such as President Trump. 
And as long as people avoid hate speech, graphic violence, harassment, threats, and other violations of Twitter's terms of service, they're welcome to keep using it. As students settle into the new school year, chances are more of them are being watched online. More from CBS News correspondent Peter King. Many school districts have hired companies to monitor social media for possible threats in the months following the Parkland, Florida shootings. They include Newtown, Connecticut, where a gunman killed 20 students and six adults nearly six years ago. The New York Times reports these districts are spending up to $40,000 for the service. One company's CEO says if it saves one life, it's worth it. The Times reports there's no evidence that any threats have been found. Peter King, CBS News. A new airport facial recognition security system is getting some bad reviews. CBS's Vicki Barker tells us why. The TSA's Melissa Conley says the biometric verification system will replace fumbling for that boarding pass. You just walk up to the camera, pose for a photo, and you're off on your way. It comes as Congress has mandated facial verification for people entering and leaving the U.S. But an ACLU test found the system incorrectly ID'd 28 members of Congress as people with criminal histories. The false match is likelier with people of color. Democratic Senator Ed Markey is white, but he was misidentified too. They're actually accelerating the deployment of this technology without first telling Americans what the protections are. Markey and Republican Senator Mike Lee pushing for the rollout to be halted until privacy rules can be put in place. Vicki Barker, CBS News. In Seattle, a U.S. veteran gets a hero's welcome and a high-tech home designed to meet his special needs. Welcome home, big guy. Welcome home. Major Edward Flip Klein was all smiles as he and his fiance got their first look at their new 3,300-square-foot home made specially for him, including lighting, temperature, a security system, and more, all controlled by a smart device and a stove and cabinets that can lower to his wheelchair. Klein says the best part is the space. To be able to move freely about the home and not always worrying about taking the corners off of walls and stuff, uh, that's a lot. Now that they've got their brand new home donated from the Stephen Siller Tunnel to Towers Foundation, couple hopes to focus on things that make them feel alive, like skiing, paragliding, and their upcoming wedding. Hannah Scott for CBS News, Seattle. When you think about your car, you probably don't think all that much about the tires. I mean, they're round, they take you from one place to the next, they're made out of rubber. But that's not the case at Goodyear, where they think about tires all the time. And they're trying to imagine how they'll be used as automotive technology evolves and changes. That's why Lauren Nelson, who's a user-centered designer with Goodyear's Akron Innovation Lab, tells us they've teamed up with Case Western Reserve University to run their third annual contest for graduate-level students. And this year, they're trying to answer this question. How can Goodyear make a play beyond tires? There are a lot of predictions from sort of industry leaders that say in a matter of 20 years, people are going to be owning cars less than they do now, perhaps riding in shared vehicles. 1% of all transportation miles are done in shared vehicles right now. So we imagine that's really going to ramp up in the next few years. And we see varying degrees of vehicle autonomy, like self-driving cars and electric vehicles. 
taking place in you know different cities throughout the world depending on how accommodating those cities are for those trends. How would the tires for them be any different than your regular old tire today? Some things that a lot of legacy manufacturing companies are doing is simply collecting data from those and part of our innovation lab task is to identify ways that we can use that data in order to improve the customer experience. If you'd like to enter the contest and maybe win up to $5,000 go to design.case.edu. And finally, if you're thinking about buying a new TV, you may be wondering if those brand new, super high-resolution 8K models are all they're cracked up to be. Say hello to 8K, then say goodbye. I'm Brian Cooley from CNET in search of the next big thing. 8K TV has just started to emerge right about the time you're probably getting your first 4K TV. But don't worry, you're not behind. 4K TV has twice the resolution or lines of full HD. And 8K, as you can imagine, has twice the lines of video as a 4K TV. The problem with 4K often, and 8K almost always, is that we don't think you can see the difference. The human eye is amazing, but it has only so much ability to discern detail. We think 4K pretty much taps that, and 8K needlessly surpasses it in our initial test anyway, with two exceptions. If you sit really close to a TV, 8K could make a difference in how good it looks. Or if you want a really big TV, like 85 inches or more, all that 8K detail will make it look better. And of course, you need to feed an 8K video for the best results, and that's close to non-existent right now. Basically, you're good for the time being. Know what's next at CNET. That's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Tune in next week for more tech news and find out more online at WAKR.net. Visit your Northern Ohio Honda dealers or online at northernohiohondadealers.com.